This is your itinerary for travel and photography with your host, Rob Knight. Welcome to your itinerary. My name is Rob Knight, and this is episode number 31. My interview today is with Arthi Ramamurthy, who is the CEO of Lumoid.com. And Lumoid is a San Francisco-based company that does gear rental for photographers. And um, the reason I had Arthi on the show is because Lumoid offers a couple of services that I don't see a lot these days with other companies that rent gear. Uh, for example, they rent drones and uh, they do these kits uh, with basically a set of lenses and cameras that you might use for a specific purpose. So I thought it was pretty interesting and, and Arthi and I had a nice chat about that. So I'm kind of road hard and put up wet, as we say in the South today. I spent yesterday uh, pretty much all day on a plane or at an airport with my two young children and my wife. We were in Houston, Texas, and fortunately we were out of bounds of where all the flooding and everything was and, and uh, you know, putting good thoughts out to the people who are in Houston who have, you know, lost their homes and cars and whatever else. It was a terrible tragedy, but fortunately we missed that. But then the weather kept going east and kept us from flying into uh, Atlanta on time. So basically, we spent eight hours on a two-hour flight back into Atlanta. So my advice for travelers is when the weather keeps you from getting where you want to be on time and that kind of stuff, go easy on the gate agents. There were so many people that were just cussing out the gate agents and you know saying things like, this isn't good customer service. But you know what are people supposed to do? The weather is the weather, and there's nothing that the gate agent in Houston can do about the weather in Atlanta. So you know sometimes you just got to take the good with the bad when it comes to travel and, uh, and try to make the best of it. So here is Arthi Ramamurthy. Welcome, Arthi, and thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Well, there are so many established camera rental gear companies. Um, you know, what made you decide to get into the camera rental business? Uh, we looked at every other rental company that, you know, you've seen and it's fairly common. You have uh, brick and mortar stores down the road. You also have websites that offer to rent gear and deliver them. Uh, for us, it's about um, who we target. Our customers are people like us. What We are not very high-end expert pros. Now we do have some of them, but predominantly there are people who are looking to go on a vacation. They're trying to shoot a wedding. Um, some people don't know which gear to go get, which is why we put together these kits. Mm -hmm. uh, and some others know which which items they're looking for. They'd love to have it delivered at the destination. So we cater to a slightly different target demographic than existing rental stores do. But more than all of that, Lumoid is a try-before-you-buy service for all kinds of gadgets. So when you rent from us, we set aside a part of the rentals to go towards purchase as a credit. And at some point before the end of the year, you can redeem all of these credits towards purchasing any item from our photography store. Nice. That's, that's one way we are very unique from other stores. Gotcha. So is pretty much everybody on your staff a photographer? You mentioned every, there's not a lot of pros, but everybody shoots to some degree. Yeah. Yeah, no, everybody is a photographer at the company. If um, We've now started introducing other verticals like fitness trackers and, you know, activity monitors and things like that. We mm -hmm. just got Apple Watch on the site. And uh, for that set of uh, employees at the company are not photographers, but we are slowly converting them. Cool. Nice. Well, you mentioned something real quickly in your description. You mentioned having things delivered to your destination. And, and, you know, our listeners are travel photographers and we, you know, we hit the road and 
anything that makes my travel easier is a cool idea. So I, you know, can you talk about that a little bit? I, sure. I know most places will, you know, usually you, you give them your address, they ship you the stuff. And then when you get home, uh, you ship it back. But how do you differentiate uh, Lumoid from that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the problems that I faced when I was traveling was I would love to get my hands on a really nice camera for a, like I shoot with a 5D Mark III today. And, um, you know, carrying it around is kind of a pain because when you're traveling, especially on flights, you have, you know, one carry on bag. You don't want to keep your camera bag uh, as that bag and set it aside because you can't basically carry anything else. Um, and so what we do within the U.S., especially when you when it is places like Hawaii or we have a lot of customers who want to visit Times Square in New York or Chicago and they're traveling, they're there for a few days, maybe like three to four five days, a extended weekend trip kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, what we do is we work with hotels. So when you show up there and when you check in, uh, you'll have a box, a Lumoid box waiting for you at the front desk. So you can pick up the box, which is under your name, use it for the shoot. And once you're done, you can leave it back at the front desk. There's a return label in the box. Just put it on top, stick it on top and leave it there and they'll drop it off at FedEx. Um, so we keep the service very, very straightforward. And it's I'm trying for us, it's about solving our own problem, which is there is a lot of hassle about travel photography, which is not just, you know, getting to the destination and setting up the shoot and all of that. It's also about carrying all the gear, making sure you have the batteries and the memory cards. Everything is provided in the box. We don't charge you extra for the memory card, for example. And it just shows up and we make sure that it's a very seamless, easy process. And once you're done, you don't have to lug along and carry this heavy piece of gear with you. Drop it back at the front desk and they'll take care of it. And that's been very successful for us. A good chunk of our audience are travel photographers too. Not so much pro photographers, but there are people who travel, they're going on vacation, they're going to this beach destination and they want to have a really nice camera with them. And uh, it just helps in that situation. Absolutely. That's I, I, I'm thinking about people that come on my workshops, like you said, in the United States, say, OK, well, we're going to be, you know, at this spot in, um, you know, whatever our Route 66 trip leaves out of Las Vegas. So, you know, you get to Las Vegas ready to start your workshop and your camera gear is already there. And then you just, you know, like you said, leave it at the front desk before you go home. That's that's fantastic. And I, I imagine Thank especially you. it's funny when you were talking about that. I don't think about it because I don't carry a purse, you know, because, you know, you're talking about you get one carry on. Right, well, right. you know, I don't have a purse. So I, I really get two carry ons. I get my personal item, which is kind of my shoulder camera bag and then my carry on, which is my, you know, rolling camera bag. But I guess for women, that's a whole different thing because you don't have that those two options for carrying your stuff. So that would yeah, be even more that's important. That's true. Um, I mean, I carry a purse. Uh, I'm kind of a nerd. I carry my laptop with me everywhere. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just don't have, you know, another bag or I would rather not use another bag to carry around a 5D Mark III, a couple of extra batteries, the memory cards, the camera strap. Um, I'd probably take a couple of lenses at 2470 at least. Um, and, you know, it just adds up and it keeps adding up. And pretty soon you're looking at, you know, about 10 pounds or so of just gear. Oh, sure. And it really weighs you down, especially when you're like traveling you have to go to the airport first from the airport like maybe there's a stopover it just gets it all starts adding up and the other thing is we've noticed that uh, families who have kids uh, they love the service where you know when they have to take kids with them on a vacation that's a whole other story they oh, have yeah. to carry you know diaper bags and they have to carry all the other gear with them 
uh, that has nothing to do with photography. So it's kind of this, it, it's a big relief for them and they have to just show up at the destination and a part of what they wanted to bring along is already there. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I exactly. When you're talking about that, I completely identify with that. You know, I'm thinking with all the stuff I have, if I'm traveling with my two kids and my wife, wouldn't it be great just to have one less bag to worry about exactly. getting on a plane or even in the car or whatever? That's that's pretty cool, man. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I like it. I, I You know, it's funny, the, um, you, we keep mentioning the kits. And when I saw the Lumoid website, I, I don't remember... I don't remember where I saw it for the first time, but you know, I thought, okay, another rental house, you know, what's what's the big deal? But then I saw two things that that really piqued my interest, and the first one was the uh, kits. So right. I think that's such a great idea because um, you know, especially for a photographer that maybe uh, is wanting to try new gear or or doesn't know exactly what kind of equipment they might need for a specific thing, um, you guys put all the pieces together, and, and tell me how that works. Yeah, so the kits are, uh, again, we keep it as simple as possible. So we've had a lot of customers who come to us, even today, they talk to us and they say, I am going to Yosemite and I'm not sure what to go get. Or uh, I'm going on this other trip and it's all mostly landscapes, but I'm also taking my family with me and I want to do a couple of portraits there. What would you recommend? Or I'm just going on this 4th of July road trip. I don't want to carry anything heavy, but I want a really nice like street photography camera. So everybody's use case is very different. Everyone's purpose is different, especially when they're traveling. Uh, they're conscious about what they carry, but they want the best experience. They want to be able to show up at the destination and feel like they have all the gear that's required to have a really successful shoot, sure. professional or otherwise. And so we started putting together these kids. I mean, it started as an informal process where we would pick up the phone when we talked to our customer, we'd say, you know, have you tried this camera? This lens is actually really good. And the 1635 is pretty wide and um, you're going to really like it. And the distortion isn't that bad uh, as opposed to, you know, oh, that's like closer to a fisheye. I wouldn't really recommend that. And so on, like we just do this on a daily basis. And we realized that, you know, there were some kids that were consistently getting rented. Like people would be like, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to get this lens and this camera or mm -hmm. these two lenses in the camera. And so we started putting together these basic kids. We started out with landscape photography kits, the portrait pro, the wedding photography kit, like very basic tested ones. We worked with a few professional photographers to recommend the best kits that they use. And that's how we started the kits. And since then, it's gone on. It's taken a life of its own. Sometimes we, you know, on some national holiday, we'd name a kit after the holiday. Or uh, if we have a really cool customer who's been, you know, very supportive of us, who's brought in a lot of our customers, like referred a lot of his friends to us or her friends to us, we end up naming the kit after them. Mm -hmm. uh, we do things like that. It's it's getting pretty goofy there. But yeah. some of the kits that we offer are hipster kits. It's, it's a film camera. It's a... FE2, and um, we order we we offer the road trip kit um, for beginners. There are like different stages of beginner kits. So each of these, if you don't really know what you're looking for, or even if you know what you're looking for and you're just curious what other people in the same situation are ending up renting, mm -hmm. the kits are a great way for you to discover them. Right, absolutely, and I'm sure that it saves your operators a ton of time on the phone. Just not having to explain, well, you know, you're shooting landscapes, you probably want this and that. You can just, I mean, you go down the list and, and pick the one that kind of applies to what you're shooting. 
And obviously yeah. you, you rent things a la carte as well, but I thought the kits was a really, uh, really cool idea. And I have yeah. to ask you, you mentioned the names and, and they're pretty silly. Who, who comes up with the names? We all do. We have this whole uh, board, like a whiteboard of names. And every time we think of something, we add it in there and then we create a kit around it. Nice. It's getting a little ridiculous now, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you, you can easily run out of, of uh, sort of applicable responsible names and get to silly pretty quick yeah especially when it comes to like sometimes people write like food names in there and i have no idea how to come up with like actual gear that goes with it (laughs) the mac and cheese kit or something yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) nice nice well who who mainly curates the kits does it come specifically from um like you mentioned what people order the most or or do uh you know do you have people come in specifically and put stuff together yeah, it's it's uh, our customer service team is the one that uh, looks at, you know, they get all the phone calls, they get all the emails, they're the ones responding. Mm-hmm. So they come up with, we should build a kit that consists of these and these items. And then the rest of our staff is uh, already coming up with all these goofy names. And so we try and match these items or the set of items to the names there. So it's kind of a collaborative process. There is no one person who's responsible for it. Yeah. But when we notice, like when the customer service team notices that, these are the items that are consistently getting rented. They set it aside and they are like, no, we should now call this a kit because I'm seeing this is like, you know, in this week, this is the 16th time this kit has gone out. And wow. we're like, okay, yeah, we have to like, we have to do something about that. Sure, sure. Very cool. Yeah, I notice even some like, uh, I'm looking at the list on, on your site now, the journalist comes with an iPad. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's really cool because that way you can upload your pictures. It's got a Wi-Fi enabled camera with it. Exactly. That, yeah. So for me, I really like the the journalist kit. We used to call it the Instagrammer kit, and we changed it because everyone thought they needed an Instagram account to work with it. <laughs> and uh, we decided, well, that's just it's just confusing. So sure. we changed it to the journalist kit. Uh, I love that kit specifically because the camera is still pretty light. It's Wi-Fi enabled. Mm -hmm. If you have, if you don't have an iPad or if you don't have, you know, uh, an iPhone or a really nice phone camera, you can take this kit, you can have the iPad. It comes pre-installed with Photoshop. And uh, so we pay for like the monthly service for the Photoshop. It's all available for free. We also install social networking apps like Instagram and Facebook and everything else. Mm -hmm. There is VSEO with a whole bunch of filters in there. I think we bought 30 different filters. And so we, it comes all preloaded for you. And once you're done taking the photos, you can upload them into your iPad and just, uh, you know, add all the filters or process them however you like. Either you just want to switch around filters or you want to actually tweak it, take Photoshop, get the um, photo itself, process it a little bit. And then I'm guessing you usually want to share it with your social network or with your friends. So all of those features are enabled on the iPad. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a really cool kit. I mean, it started coming up because a few of our customers said, do you have a phone or an iPad? I mean, I'm traveling and my iPad's broken. I really want to take this. Would you have an iPad? And we're like, that's such a great idea. Why didn't we think about that? Yeah. The best ideas we've ever had are all from our customers. Nice. And that's so much easier that you wouldn't want to rent a, you know, a whole laptop or something like that. And you wouldn't need to really, if all you're doing is you just want a way to share your pictures while you're traveling. That's, that's really exactly. cool. Yeah, and- exactly. It doesn't replace what you do with Lightroom and, uh, you know, Aperture, whichever tools you have at home on your laptop, 
with great processing power. It's not meant to replace it, but it's meant to complement it when you're traveling and you're on the go. Sure. And, and maybe something, you know, if you've been thinking about using that workflow, but you need a new iPad and your, your camera's not Wi-Fi enabled, you know, something like that's just a great way to, to try it out and see, exactly. see if it works for you. And you've got that. You've got the serious uh, cine kit. You, I mean, all kinds of stuff. I, I really, the hipster weekend cracks me up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with a, a Nikon film camera and a prime yeah. lens. That's, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, those are, that's a lot of fun. Um, so the other thing I mentioned, there was two things that stood out specifically, and one was the kits, and the second one was drones. In fact, I think that the, um, the Phantom rental was the first thing that I saw um, that you could do on Lumoid. And yeah. I, I even, I did a search right before we, uh, we got online here and I could find basically one or two other places that were doing that. And one of them was peer to peer. And, um, so you guys are about the only game going, how did you decide to, uh, to get into that market? Yeah. I mean, for drones, it's again, it's a pretty natural extension for us. We saw that the people who were uh, trying to rent drones, one is uh, the cost of drones adds up. It's not just the drone itself. You get the gimbal. If it's a DJI Phantom 2 with the GoPro, then you have to get the GoPro. Uh, you'll need at least a couple of batteries. Um, that does a 64 gig, like a high speed memory card. There's a ton of things that go into a good aerial photo videography photo shoot. Um, and so for it, the cost start adding up and pretty soon you're looking at 15, 1600 and just overall cost of like a really good drone. Sure. If you're looking at DJI Inspire, um, like the new one that's out there, it's 2000 bucks for just the drone. It gets pretty expensive. So it falls into the same category of, uh, photo video gear in the sense one is our existing photographers started asking for it. We have people who are in you know, a Hollywood location scouters. And uh, they want to find great locations for the next movies. They And they want to use drones. They started asking us, real estate folks started asking us, where they wanted to shoot a, an aerial video of what the place that they're selling or buying looks like. And uh, it, it just started becoming this request where they're like, you should do drones. You should do drones. And we were like, well, okay, let's look into that. Like none of us, we, I had like played around with a couple of drones. I had I went to Hong Kong and I got this mini drone, and I was playing around with it for a while. And uh, and then I, we weren't really serious about it. So we had the first drone, and we had one drone for a long time. And that's just, it would constantly go out. It will always get rented. Yeah. Um, and so we said, okay, this is, one is it's our existing customers who are asking for a new service. Two is I really see this as an extension of photo videography. This is where you know, what people used to do on the surface of the earth, on the on the land or underwater, now they're doing in air. It's not very different. It's the same kind of techniques. Sure. And so we just thought it was a good extension for us to get into. And now we have a huge fleet of drones. We are in San Francisco. We ship everywhere. Uh, we make sure that people understand the FAA regulations, that drones are not battery control, like remote controlled cars. They are much more serious than that. You could get hurt. You could hurt other people. Um, you could cause a lot of damage, not just to the drone, but to you know things around you, people around you. And so we asked them to be a bit careful about you know the regulations. Don't fly them in national parks. Don't fly them in places that are heavily populated. Things like that. But so far, it's been very successful. Our customers get it. They understand it. We make sure we tell them ahead of time, hey, understand what you're doing. You have a responsibility here. And they've been very good with it. 
Well, that's good. I mean, that would seem like a pretty high risk business. Um, you know, whether it's one of your customers running somebody over with the drone or, or, uh, just them smashing your drone. How many, how many phantoms have you gotten back in three or four pieces? We, oh, wow. Uh, we've gotten a few of those, but luckily the ones that have been destroyed are the ones where the propeller breaks and the propellers are very easy to replace here. You know, they're about 10 to $20 max. And so they're not that expensive. Uh, we've had a couple of cases where the the shell, the casing itself just shatters and just comes back in a couple of pieces. Oh. And I have to think, what did they do? Like, where did they <laughs> slam it into right. for for it to be destroyed like that? I mean, sure. it's it's a fairly sturdy casing. Yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking about all the internet videos you see of people just running them into their garage or, or whatever. And then to think about putting one of those in a box and sending it to a stranger just seems... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For us, it's like less about the cost of the item. We understand like these are expensive and if you break it, you have to replace it. That's there. But the more concerning thing for us, which we make sure is uh, please be careful about how you fly it. It's not just the technique of flying. There are privacy violations that are waiting to happen if you're, you know, you're creeping up on your neighbor with a drone. Right. Um, just things like that. Just be careful about what you're doing. Be responsible. Whatever you wouldn't do with your actual camera around your neck, please don't do them with the drones. Right. That's and that's good advice. Whether you rent one or you own one, that's that's good. Yeah. Cool. Well, so when you ship to hotels, I just thought of this. If I'm traveling from, say, outside the United States, would I be able to rent gear from you and then have it waiting for me when I arrived? Outside the United States, no, I, not not as yet, but we are working on it. Well, I mean, um, if I say say if I'm traveling, if I live in the UK and I'm going to be visiting the United States, I'm traveling oh, within right. the United States. Yeah, yeah, we see a lot of that happening. A couple of uh, uh, scenarios for us that have happened right now are people. Uh, you have citizens from Japan who visit Hawaii oh, and yeah. we go deliver gear to Hawaii and they would use it and they would drop it back at the hotel nice. and they would go back to Japan and that's worked out great. And uh, similar for Europe, a uh, lot of Europe- Europeans come into Times Square. That's kind of why I mentioned Times Square specifically then. Mm-hmm. So they would come into New York and uh, once they're there, when they check into the hotel, there's a box waiting for them. Yeah. So we've had people from from London, we've had people from um, Germany, different parts of Germany, different parts of France show up and they would have gear waiting for them. They love it because international travel with a lot of heavy gear can be exhausting. Oh, sure. So they really, really like the service. Yeah, that makes perfect sense for that. Absolutely. Well, and you'll have to let us know when your European branch opens and (laughs) that would be, that would be great. Yeah. I mean, I I would love to use the service when it's in Europe someday. For sure. Cool. Well, I'm going to wrap up the show, and I usually do five questions, and I've, I've tailored them just a little bit to okay. uh, to what you do. So you said you, you do uh, shoot yourself a little bit. Um, I do. What, what gear do you actually own? Right now, I own a Fuji X-T1, mm-hmm. and I have a couple of lenses with it. But, you know, lenses, we switch around a lot within Lumoid. So each of us has, like, I think my uh, head of operations also has a Fuji X-T1 now. So we share lenses between each other quite a bit. But that's the one I I shoot with now. I used to have a Fuji X100S. And uh, I really liked it. It's beautiful. It's small. It's compact. But uh, now I'm kind of missing the interchangeability part of the lenses. 
sure. because the X100S, you can't just, it's a 23 millimeter lens. And so this one I really, really like, uh, especially if I if I just wanted a pancake lens or a beautiful pancake lenses and it doesn't cost a lot. And you're also seeing like some pretty good high-end zoom lenses that are coming in for the Fuji. So I'm pretty excited about that. Cool, cool. And has that changed uh, in the last year or so? Have you been using the X-T1 for a while? I've been using the X-T1 for a while. Yeah. Uh, I used to shoot with a 5D Mark III. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. I love it. It's a, it's a beast. And you know, from there to Fuji, it's just so much nicer for my back. Right. It's just a lot lighter. <laughs> and especially when I'm traveling, um, it just makes a lot more sense. It's just more convenient for me to travel around with lighter gear. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, if you're, when you're, uh, I'm sure you don't have to check out a kit, but if, what, what would be your ideal kit? Like, do you, does Lumoid have the uh, Arthi kit? No, it doesn't have the Arthi kit yet. Um, what would that look like? Uh, for me, what would it look like? I really like the Sony A7S. I've been trying it for the last month or so. I took it with me to New York uh, last weekend and really, really liked it. It's full frame. It's fast. And so for me, I love the Sony A7S kit. It comes with the A7S and it comes with a 35 millimeter f2.8 lens. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I love the, I, this combination is great. It's just perfect for me. It does 4K video. It's very compact. I really like it. Cool. Well, from a photography standpoint, what's your favorite place that you visited lately? Uh, from the photography standpoint, Paris. Yeah. Uh, I've only been to Paris a couple of times, but it's such a it's a beautiful. It's one. It's always been on my to do list. It's just such a great place. For but Paris would be one. I come from India. And now, like when I was in India, I really couldn't afford any of these items. But now when I go visit, I take my camera with me and it's beautiful. I'm able to capture some great photos that I couldn't have done when I was there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Paris is beautiful. It's, um, I've only been there a couple of times, but it seems like no matter what time of the day or night, it, it's always beautiful. I don't know how It is beautiful. That. It feels like this massive Hollywood set all right. the time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, um, so what are you looking forward to uh, visiting and shooting next? Um, I, where am I visiting this year? I've, I've been to Japan once, but it was a business trip many, many years ago. I am looking forward to going to Japan, um, mm. sometime this year, maybe late summer or something like that for a couple of days from here, from San Francisco, where we are, it takes six hours to go to Japan, takes six hours to go to New York. Sure. So this time around, we want to go eastwards and uh, westwards, sorry, instead of going to New York. And uh, go with Japan and, you know, shoot some great photos there. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, let me know when we leave and <laughs> I'll, I'll see you there. <laughs> awesome. Well, Arthi, thanks so much for being on the show. That was, uh, I think you guys provide a really cool service. And I appreciate you coming on and talking about it. Um, what's uh, Where can listeners find out about all these great kits and drones and all that stuff? We are at uh, lumoid.com. Lumoid like Android. So it's L-U-M-O-I-D. Um, and that's our website. And if you go to lumoid.com slash photography all the photo stuff is there uh we are doing some wearables now fitness trackers activity monitors smart watches things like that you'll find those two among the wearable section of the site okay great thanks a lot and uh, i hope to talk to you soon all right thank you so much rob and if you like what you hear on your itinerary please tell all your friends about it and stop by itunes and leave us some positive feedback and be sure and touch base with us on twitter at your itinerary thanks for listening and i'll see you next week You've been listening to Your Itinerary with Rob Knight. Head over to thisweekinphoto.com to check out the other TWIP shows and get on our mailing list. 
Become a TWIP member to get exclusive benefits and member pricing on TWIP products and workshops. Start planning your next adventure, and we'll see you next week on your itinerary for travel and photography.